How you doing today? I'm good, man. Good. Yeah. Had, you know, missed a week. I know, man. Um, it was odd, wasn't it? It was odd. It was like, like I told you, um, El Poetic, like, yo, what happened to the, um, y'all messing up my morning? What happened to, <laughs> <laughs> messing up my routine? You know? Yeah, it is yeah. true. It's true. It's like, uh, yeah, I was sitting there like, what am I supposed to be doing yeah, today? Like, yeah, like, what am I doing today? It's Wednesday. Yeah, I should be doing something and I couldn't put my finger on it. And That's I just funny. felt like disoriented all day because we didn't record last week. Like, oh. That's funny. I was getting used to this. We yeah. had a streak going. We went from what, six, seven to 14? Yeah. Yeah, that was a hot streak, yeah, man. Nice, nice. Didn't miss a week. Yeah, man. Had to had to go to the kids' choir practice or choir concert. Trying to be a good dad. Trying shit. to, you know. But then check it out. Why he gets suspended the next week? Damn. My oldest. Your oldest been wilding, man. Nah, my middle one was. Oh, the your one middle one wilding. wilding. Your oldest is. Well, this it wasn't his fault. So what he do? Are you one of the dads um, who just say, hey, what? It's not my nah, baby. No. What's my little boy? <laughs> no. He went in there his Actually, fault. this one wasn't his fault. <laughs> like, my middle son, last time he got suspended, it was his fault. Straight yeah. up. Um, nah, this this girl threw a bottle, like a like a like um, like one of the metal like cans. This was at track practice. Okay. One of the metal things at my middle son's head and missed him and hit my older son. And my middle son's like, why you throw this at me? You know, whatever. And my older my older son went and like confronted her. She punched him in the face. He tried to regulate. She punched she him. Stole on him. She stole on him, right? <laughs> Damn. And so That's cold. he just kind of stood there and held his cheek like, all right, and tried to, you know, lead the, situ- on me now. lead the situation. And she kept coming at him. Yeah. And so he pushed her off and told her to leave him alone. She kept coming at him. And he picked her up and body slammed her on the track. <laughs> she wouldn't stop. She wouldn't he stop. scoop slammed he her. He scooped her. <laughs> he did he teed her. <laughs> he scooped her up. Million dollar dream on that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he scooped her up. Damn. And he went to the office. Uh, Lateral drop. He, he scooped her up. And so my wife called me at work like, I'm in the office at the school. I'm like, what happened? He slammed a girl. I'm like, oh, that sounds all bad. But then, like, I heard the story. I was like, well, she should have left him alone. He tried to escape. Damn. He tried to get out. She got body slammed. She got body slammed. In front of probably mad people, too. In front of mad people. Yeah, she was pretty embarrassed. Yeah, getting slammed sometimes is worse than, like, getting, like, a slap punch. <laughs> right. Because right. it's humiliating. Like, yeah. You're just laying there, like, your back hurt. Like, <laughs> this is humiliating, man. When WWF was first getting big and shit, yeah. it used to be this dude named Eric Johnson. He lived, like, <laughs> left side of the street like five houses up just slamming dudes oh my god <laughs> he used to clear off the block he would come out and he was diesel in like the eighth grade oh, right that's funny he was one of them dudes who was lifting weights from sixth grade on so like eighth grade when we learned about the fucking wwf and shit mm-hmm. you'd be outside playing in the yard and he was a couple years older so you come, hey man what's up yeah what's up? let me try this move on you oh that was my cut that was sean that was right. sean sean would do that all the time awful man it was awful he just was just hurting little dudes just slamming us all around our front yard. Put you in the figure four. Yeah, just <laughs> experimenting with really painful locks, leg locks, and and, and submission holds. And just funny. slamming us around and just ragdolling us, man. <laughs> Let me try to sleeper hold real yeah, quick. Yeah, like literally, if he saw the British Bulldogs do something that Saturday, <laughs> somebody in the hood was catching it Saturday evening. That is hilarious. It was all bad, man. That he was the bad. illest bully, man. I hated him. Man. <laughs> 
No. Yeah, cousin Sean would do that to to me and my brothers and yeah. my cousins. He would always try new wrestling moves on us. Yeah, I've only scoop slammed one or two dudes in their life, but it was dudes where I was like, I can't punch you mm-hmm. because. Like, he's usually a smaller dude. Right. You know what I mean? Like, a, a bigger dude, you can just punch. You know what I mean? But a smaller right. dude, I'm like, dude, if I'll feel guilty if I punch you. That's probably why my son didn't punch her. He's like, yeah. if I punch you, I might I might really hurt you. Yeah. You, you you lose either way. Yeah. You know, the little motherfuckers need to ass beat sometimes mm. more than big dudes do. Right. They be asking for it. Yeah, because like, they be running their yet. Oh, man. One night I was in Care Bar and a dude got DDT'd. <laughs> after hours wow yeah it was crazy like he was fucking with this dude the dude was like yo man leave me alone man leave me alone and this drunk dude just kept like fucking with him putting his arm around him and shit and he was like nah man just leave me alone so i i saw it you know and i knew both i was like yo you go to this side of the bar you go to that sit down down there mm-hmm. and so it was cool for a second then uh, the drunk dude just kept he came down to the other dude's side of the <laughs> bar again he had it coming dog it was the illest shit he, he so he was like yo this was at like 5 a.m in the morning that's funny everybody been drinking for three hours after close man he grabbed his dude up uh threw him down then picked him up and ddt'd him right there on the floor damn yeah and then you know when dude popped back up uh he said something like he was just looking confused and he just looked at the bartender and he was like bartender Buy him a drink. Buy this man a drink. <laughs> Get him whatever he fucking wants. That is awesome. <laughs> he slammed politeness into this motherfucker. <laughs> he just like all of the, the he inc- rewarded him for DDT. Yeah, it was like all of a sudden he knew the error of his ways. Right. He was like, I deserve that. Let yeah, me, let me, let me buy, buy you a drink. Yeah, let me let me hold everybody. Down <laughs> he literally bought everybody a fucking drink. That's awesome. <laughs> That's great. Now I don't condone my son beating up girls, but you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, are they at the age where the girls are still kind of bigger than them? Yeah, she's tall. Yeah, she's like he said she's super. She's a lot taller than him. Yeah. yeah. You know, so she was trying to bully him. I know that feeling, man. My sister used to whip my ass. (laughs) (laughs) They was five and seven years older than me, bro. Well, yeah. I used to catch it for a long time. It took me till I was like tenth grade for I was like yeah, before you could do something. Yeah. Yeah. Now what? Oh man, yeah, I got. So stole on, socked in the face many times. Man. That's funny. That's yeah, funny. Man, my oldest sister socked me once, man, over break dancing. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> this is like 86, you know, 87. I was little. I remember it was right after I saw like, you know, uh, what's the Herbie Hancock joint? Rocket. Oh, uh, Rocket. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yo, and then you know, like you saw the New York break dancing mm-hmm. on the news. You're like, oh, right. I gotta do that. So I got my cardboard, you know what I mean? <laughs> Had this big ass box. I put it. I would go out to the to the to the uh, driveway, and I would just practice. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I was probably like seven, eight years old, man. That's great. And uh, I was like trying to get better. I wasn't that good. You All know right. what I mean? And so then I remember I would take my box and then I would fold it up and put it behind the couch. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because my mom was like, "Put that couch, put that damn box away." You All know. Right. So one day we downstairs watching TV, and my sister was like, "Yo." I'm tired of this box. And I was like, well, you know, I mean, it's out the way. Leave it alone. And she just reached over and just started ripping my box in half. Wow. So I jumped in to try to defend my box's <laughs> honor. And she just hit me with a right cross like, wow, you got knocked out over a cardboard box. <laughs> I didn't even try to fight her back. I just like cried and walked away. Man. Oh, yeah. It was a wrap. I was too <laughs> little, man. <laughs> she just 
so lumpy. I tried to defend my boxer's honor. It just, that wasn't my last day break dancing. I never broke dance again. Wow. She crushed your dreams. She crushed my dreams, man. <laughs> crushed your dreams of break dancing. Killed them, man. Never oh, again, man. Sometimes it happens. Yeah, hip hop, man. Yeah. <laughs> you are now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint. Raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. Yeah, so today, um, I figure we, you know, since everybody talking politics, 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 you mm-hmm. know, um, I figure we figure we dive in, you know, and see what the hip hop side of things is looking like as far as rappers endorf, endor, uh, endorsing. You know, candidates and yeah, you know, see see what the some bullshit. Yeah, of course, you know what I'm saying. (laughs) But you know, see what the hip hop side of things is on the political tip. You know what I mean? So let's dive into that. Yeah, this episode is uh, it's uh, the good, (laughs) the bad, and the ugly side of political endorsements. (laughs) From hip hop artists, yeah, from hip hop artists, man, there's so much wild shit out here. Uh, so we start with the good. You want to start with the good one? Yeah, we can start with the good one. Okay, I don't know if you got it. You want to uh, go um, in on? Uh... Yeah, let me let me pull this joint up. Um, so everybody knows that um, Killer Mike is a huge um, proponent of Mr. Bernie Sanders, and so I mean we consider him. We consider him, you know, that's a good endorsement. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you ain't you ain't mad at Killer Mike for, you know, endorsing Bernie and he does it with knowledge. You know, he has a reason for doing it. You know, he knows what he's talking about as far as um him endorsing Bernie and why he's doing it. Some of these other rappers are just Yeah, I mean Kill yeah, Killer Mike is a pretty smart dude. Yeah. He's a smart dude. He's clearly well read. Uh he ain't no dummy. Yeah, he ain't no dummy at all. So um, <clears throat> this um, comes from the Huffington Post um, and the title of I'm not going to read the whole article because it's super, super long, but um, it's called Why Killer Mike's Endorsement of Bernie Sanders Spells Trouble for Hillary Clinton. Um, and it's not really looking that way, but, you know, um, so the polls are ever changing, but Americans will never long for a king or queen. The run of the run the jewels rapper Killer Mike tweeted, I cannot support another Clinton or Bush ever. He echoed the sentiments of Americans throughout the country, tired of um, entrenched political factions in Washington. As for why political dynasties are ruinous to any democracy, the Atlanta rapper says, I am being I am beginning to see American political families like monarchies. I have no affection for monarchs. Um, this sentiment, in addition to reasons Killer Mike has endorsed Bernie Sanders for president, can be accurately assessed by opinion polls or political wonks. Yeah. I mean, you know, the funny part is like, uh, you know, he's not against uh, monarchs, but I mean, he is against monarchs, but, you know, America has a history of that. Yeah, that's what America's kind of built on. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the, the article's like, yeah. Um, what did it say? say? Americans are tired of it. Yeah, Americans as a whole are tired of it, which, I mean, some of that is shown kind of. Are we, though? I mean, I mean, politically, it's it's kind of it's kind of revealing that in a way, in a, because Jeb Bush got kicked out way early. Nobody wanted another Bush in there. Now, Clinton. But was it because he was really was it that the reason? I mean, because he was weak. 
I think yeah, that's was part he of really it. awesome, you know? <laughs> no, nah, of course he wasn't awesome. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like this. This is a, this is the question I pose, mm-hmm. you know. I agree with Killer Mike, obviously, but then I kind of don't with the sentiment that America's tired of because what would have happened, and this is a hypothetical question, had Barack Obama not ran eight years ago? Right. Would Hillary Clinton have won? Most likely. Yes. I mean, and she probably going to win this time. Thank you. Thank you. And this article was written. They seem to be assuming that Hillary Clinton is going to lose, right? Right. Um, yeah, this was written. Um, this was from 2015. So this was like last year, right when Killer Mike was endorsing Bernie and really starting to build up the the steam. Yeah. Of all of that. Yeah. So I don't know. I think I think people are used to it, man. And it for better or for worse. Right familiarity works in politics well yeah i mean because um you ever see the uh eddie murphy movie um when he was the po- the politician i think it was called um somewhere he was a congressman and he and he won just because his name was the same as the previous politician who passed away mm. during office so his seat opened up yeah and his name was the same so he never showed his face he never did commercials showing his face he only used his last name johnson and it was just be in his um his um um his political um slogan was the name you know and that's all he ran on and he <laughs> I won didn't see that. yeah he, he won but it's kind of like that right yeah, that's what it is it's kind of like that man uh you know um the thing i you know i, I like that rappers are socially and politically aware mm-hmm. uh, my concern yeah because that's that's the good this story is basically the good side of endorsements right right when someone you respect endorses a candidate you think has you know you respect or has good intentions right mm-hmm. right um the thing that strikes me as a little odd though is like how hard killer mike is stumping mm-hmm. for bernie right like he's been stumping yeah like he out there backdoor deals yeah well you out there be- making <laughs> Malcolm, you know martin luther king collages and they throwing <laughs> right. you know uh, right. music underneath his shit we shall overcome and it's like damn yeah, you're really stumping out here, man. Yeah, for this serious. man, it's serious. You know, I mean, nothing free out here, right? I ain't saying they put no money in his pocket, but I just think that um, hip hop is always uh, being pimped. Oh yeah, no publicity is bad publicity too. Politics is a game of pimping. Pimps oh, and hoes. Yeah. Pimps and hoes, easy. Pimps up, hoes down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> pimps up, hoes down. You know what I'm saying? This is so true. Who's the hoes? Is hip hop the pimps? Hip hop the hoes. I mean, hip hop gotta be the hoes. <laughs> come on, come man. on now. You know, you know it. You know it. <laughs> you can get it. You can get anything you want for the low. Oh yeah, for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just put me in front of the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't even know real currency. We just want attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we sell out for the low, low. Yeah, man. I mean, and that's the thing, like about, and that's the difference between politicians and entertainers. Yes. You know, because entertainers thrive off of the attention. They thrive off of being in front of the camera. They thrive off having their name in the cycle, which is why I think Trump is Trump don't care that people hate him. Mm -mm. The fact that people are talking about him is all that matters. Victory. Yeah. He's winning. Yes. Because no matter how bad it gets, he's controlling the news cycle. He's controlling the conversation. And that's all he cares about. That's how it is with entertainers. That's how it is with rappers. All we care about necessarily, you know, for the most part is having our name out there and having, you know, that attention. Yeah. And so the question becomes, is is the fact that hip hop artists need to be validated so much and are so easily exploited is that something that puts them at a detriment 
when it's time to talk about politics in their community? It's a hard question because if you look at artists who don't seek the limelight when they participate in things in their community, who aren't, who deal with more community based politics as opposed to national politics, then I would say the answer is no. You know what I'm saying? But when you have the rappers like, what is Hillary Clinton going to do for you if you endorse her? What is Bernie Sanders really going to do for you as an endorsement, depending on, you know, depending on what level you at and all that and what you're doing for her? You know, because all you're doing is pimping the hip hop (laughs) minds and the hip hop community. Come on. Into supporting, you know, some some type of political agenda. And what are you asking for in return? If anything. Yeah. Like, you know what? Hip hop is worse than pimps and hoes. Yeah. Like, see, uh, at least a hoe get paid. Thank you. Like some, a pimp will put you out there with an arrangement. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. He'll buy you a new outfit. Mm-hmm. He'll have you looking nice. He'll, he'll, he'll stand on the corner and make sure don't nobody else put their hands on you. Right. That's my bitch. Right. That's my hoe. Right. Hip hop and politics is like the girl who just started fucking and fucks everybody for free. Mm-hmm. And if you and she looks down on the hoe, mm-hmm. charges for the same thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great analogy. That is so real. That's so real. You know, we the new girl on the block mm-hmm. who gives hand jobs for free. Yeah, just for the jobs hell of it. to practice. Yeah. <laughs> That's what hip hop is. We are worse than getting pimped. We don't even have a fucking pimp. Mm. We out there without protection. But is that something new or is that something that's always been there? Because when when hip hop was more politically charged. Then you wasn't seeing no endorsements like this. That's what I'm saying. So it's something new. Yes. It's something completely new. The commercialization of hip hop. Plus, has, has caused that. Yeah, yeah. And you know, the news cycle, like you're saying, rappers just want to be seen. Mm-hmm. They just want to be talked about. And they think that ultimately being able to rub shoulders with a politician or give their endorsement is some sort of currency for them. Mm-hmm. You know, but what's going to really happen to you? I mean, right. I don't know. I mean, the, the Clintons are associated with like, you know, what I'm saying the, the prison industrial complex. Exactly. What have they done for hip hop? You know what I mean? Right. What are they going to do for these black communities who who are up there beating a the stump for them? I mean, you know, that's what I'm saying. I mean, a, a pimp will protect you. Mm-hmm. He'll bail you out of jail. Yeah, but he'll smack the shit out of yeah, you too. Yeah, <laughs> you get the good and the bad with the pimp. Right. We out there pimpless. Yeah. We out there just walking around neighborhoods that we don't know, mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to sell ass. <laughs> or trying to give it away. Yeah, give it away. <laughs> Please, somebody come fuck me. That's not how you be a hoe. You got to have some value about your, your shit. Right. You know what I mean? Value your body. We the worst hoe out there, man. That's so true. I, I mean, I completely agree. I completely agree. I mean, the thing the thing that the thing about um about Killer Mike and the whole Bernie Sanders situation, I I truly and honestly think he feels wholeheartedly about the things that he's talking about. But why? Yeah. Is is the question. Well, because he has political aspirations. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Killer that Mike I know. does. Yeah, that I know. That's why. Yeah. And he's you know getting I mean? his practice. This is his. He's this trying is. to. He's trading in some favors now for yeah. a favor later. Yeah. Champagne and campaign. Yeah. He out there doing the. You know what I mean? Rubbing elbows. <laughs> rubbing elbows. Yeah. Rubbing hey, shoulders. Hey, you know, you rub mine. I rub yours. You know, right. it's the political game. You know, it's like if and when he decides to cash in or cash out. 
mm-hmm. he is going to be able to say he has a favor owed to him from somebody. Yeah. This is true. You know? Yeah. That's the game. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you've already decided in your heart that at some point you're going to run for some office, mm-hmm. some political position. Yeah. And yeah, you, you know, he is. Come on. I think he was a year ago, right? He was already running for something. Was he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard something about him running for something in in uh, Atlanta. I can't remember what it was, but mm. he's definitely it's definitely in the in the books for him. Yeah, yeah. So, so he's just laying his foundation at this point. Laying the glaze down, <laughs> laying it down smooth. Laying the glaze down smooth. <laughs> yes. Word. All right, take a break. <laughs> laying the glaze down smooth. <laughs> Do you enjoy the Super Duty Tough Work podcast? If so, please remember to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. And if you really rock with us, please leave us a five-star rating and we will shout you out in an upcoming episode. The five-star rating is one of the most effective ways in helping more people learn about the show. Thanks for your support. We back in the building. So we're talking about the good, bad, and the ugly of political endorsements um, from hip-hop. And a lot of you might have seen this... um, around on Facebook or, you know, if you read the news, um, there was a petition that wanted Fetty Wap to perform Trap Queen at Nancy Reagan's funeral. Yeah. Now, this is an example. Bad <laughs> endorsement. Bad, bad, bad. Yeah, yeah. The kind of endorsements that politicians would not want. No, no, no. You don't want these. You don't want this. Um, all right. Fetty Wap's Trap Queen, a radio hit um, extrolling the virtuous, the virtues of cooking up crack cocaine is probably not the first song you'd associate with the late Nancy Reagan, mother of the anti-drug just say no movement. <laughs> That's an awesome opening paragraph. Yeah. Now a snarky new position is taking aim at the former first lady's legacy created only hours after she passed away on March 6th. It's titled have Fetty Wap perform trap queen at Nancy Reagan's funeral. It says tongue in cheek. Um, <laughs> Beyond being the first lady, Nancy Reagan holds the important legacy as being the most famous trap queen in American history. The petition goes on to criticize her part in the war on drugs campaign, saying her infinite infamous anti-war anti-drug um, phrase encouraged strict laws on drug possession that led to um, a school to prison pipeline we're still dealing with today. Currently, over 4,500 people have signed the petition, which in the grand scheme of things is not that many. And in the grander scheme of things, let's be honest, the petition was never realistic in the first place. You can watch something. um, You can watch streaming concerts of the Live Nation, blah, blah, blah. Um, So, yeah. So this is an endorsement that one would not. (laughs) No. (laughs) Not one in their arsenal. You don't want no parts of these endorsements. Not not at all. Nah. I always thought Nancy Reagan looked kind of creepy. Yeah, she looked like a little porcelain miniature doll. To me <laughs> one of the one of the Russian dolls. Yeah, I thought she was kind of creepy, man. Like uh, some shit you just you know you see somebody's arm in her back or some shit. <laughs> Giant human sized puppet, some ventriloquy type shit. Like. Like, is she really talking to me right now? And I just expect to see a giant arm come out of her back. And That's funny as hell. Turn the head slowly. Yeah, she's, de- <laughs> she's definitely weird looking. <laughs> yeah, but I think, I, I mean, having Fetty Wap do that, like, you know, the idea of it is, yeah, is amazing. It makes sense. I mean, shit, the Reagans, man, their whole thing, you know, they started the, you know, the yeah, whole the crack drugs. They started the entire fucking crack movement. Yes. You know, the Iran Contra trading, trading guns for 
for money mm-hmm. and then the, the the that money to buy guns and buy drugs right it was drugs, like the three yeah. you know guns money drugs yeah you know and uh yeah that shit is fucking obvious so she is the trap queen she's the ultimate trap the queen. first the, the first only yeah the first that's that's where that's where it was birthed out of yeah her little old ass out here yeah i mean but you know uh history is always kind to motherfuckers like that you know, unless maybe like a Nixon, but you know, like, right? I mean, and the thing is, like, all these you know Republicans, you know, think she's like the greatest thing to happen to the White House as a first lady because she know. look like their grandmama. Yeah, she do. She do. That's, <laughs> that's Nana. You yeah. know, <laughs> don't be talking about Nana. That's my Nana. Even though, even though her husband ushered in the crack epidemic, <laughs> don't be talking about Paul. Paul, don't talk about Paul. That's my Paul. Paul, come on now. What Paul Paul done, done to y'all? You leave um, him alone. Let him live in peace. Got us all addicted Paul, Paul, to crack. Ronnie. That's what he did. Paul Paul Ronnie bringing crack to the hood. <laughs> Don't be mad at Paul Paul. Paul Paul never hurt nobody. Hurt everybody. He hurt everybody with that. What's wrong, little crack cocaine? <laughs> Paul Paul. Ricky Ross. <laughs> Used to hang out all the time. Y'all just mad. Don't disrespect Paul Paul and Paul Paul. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Ronald Reagan, man. You know, <laughs> what, whatever that guy, Paul Paul Reagan, man. Fuck yeah. that guy, man. Paul Paul Reagan. Yeah, he caused mad havoc on our community, man. Oh, mad havoc. He man. definitely is not a hero around here, man. No, no. And I mean, like the party holds him up to this high esteem, like he's like this. Well, this for God. what they do, weird, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, for, yeah, as yeah. far as economics, for as them, as, yeah, for them, he was the guy. He is a guy. He hooked him up. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, he killed the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Sent tanks into our community. Come to, on, man. To bulldoze our homes. Come and on. Shit. That, that guy, he was repping hard for his oh, squad. Hardcore. <laughs> hardcore. The greatest thing since sliced bread. Yeah, like this is the epitome of conservatism. <laughs> Paul Paul Reagan. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Paul Reagan. Rush Limbaugh gonna be talking about us tomorrow. Mom, Mom, Reagan. Disrespecting Reagan. Paul Paul Reagan. Mom, Mom, and Paul Paul. <laughs> Nana. Nana. Don't disrespect my Nana. Yeah, but this is this is definitely <laughs> an endorsement that you don't. Yeah, yeah. This is a bad endorsement for Mom, Mom Reagan, man. She, you know, she don't deserve this kind of disrespect for you know her history and association with Paul Paul Reagan's uh, drug policies. <laughs> you know, it's you know. They just throwing Mama under the bus, man. I, she deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that mean to say no disrespect to the dead, no but, to but, dead. but all disrespect? Mama killed the community I was living in. Man. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. all bad. Thanks, Mama. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> this episode of the Super Duty Tough Work Podcast is brought to you by Weightless Recordings whose latest release, King No Crown by Blueprint, is available now on iTunes. It's also available on Orange Double Vinyl, Deluxe Digital Version, and Signed CD Version at Weightless.net. Support the movement and order your copy today. All right, so um, back on our little political um, tip with good and bad endorsements. Um, Russell Simmons 
and John Legend slammed Donald Trump for being racist. This is all this all unfolded on Twitter. This is ugly. Way. This is super ugly. This is the ugly side of political <laughs> this is, endorsements. This is super ugly. When they go bad. Yeah, yeah. When they go bad for the candidates. Um Donald Trump has pissed off more than a few people. Those included are Russell Simmons and John Legend. Russell Simmons took to his Twitter explaining that Donald Trump that the Donald Trump that we're seeing is not the Donald Trump that he's known all of these years. So Russ was rubbing shoulders with, with the Trumpinator. Um, <sighs> oh, Russell. <laughs> Russell called Trump's campaign dangerous, racist, and violent. Um, Simmons also pointed out that Trump has waged war on, on the minority plan and, and plans to take on the minority and plans to take the country back to 1963. Even offered to pay the legal fees of the man who assaulted an innocent black man at one of the rallies. John Legend also took time out to help Donald Trump's son understand that people have been protesting his racist father. The fact that the man is running for president has a tremendous amount of supporters is just crazy. Russell's doing a lot out here. Huh? Yeah, Russell on out Twitter. Here. Huh? Yeah, he's getting his tweet yeah, on, man. Yeah, I mean, real, all that yoga. He real be, confrontation on Twitter. Hey, man, all that yoga. He got time. Please, got time on his hands. Telling people, hey, you guys need to fight for what's right. That, ain't that what he's supposed to do, though? He Uncle Russ, man. Uncle Russ, man. You know, it's, it's, it wasn't too long ago we was just shitting on Russ on this podcast. Oh, this is true. You know, and I, I don't. But take this back was for a different. Yeah, this was for a different. This is a different topic, though. Yeah, this is a different topic, man. I just think it's funny. He's he's like, yeah, Donald, I know you. Mm-hmm. You're not really like that. This is not you. Yeah, I'm disappointed, Donald. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, Russell fighting off a clash action lawsuit <laughs> for shitting on black folk. Yeah, I listened to. Uh, he was on Combat Jack show, and I listened to. They were talking. They asked about the Rush card. What he said? He was saying, oh. Oh, the rush card is everything's back. What back. had happened? Was. Yeah, everything's back running smoothly. And, what had happened? You know, it helps a lot of people in the community and this and that. I meditate. I meditated yeah. on it, and uh, yeah, now he I did say some shit like that too. in the middle of a crisis. I just meditated, and the problem went away. <laughs> so he said, "Yeah, for me, I feel bad for those customers out there. You know, uh, I pray for the victims of the rush card fiasco." Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I think I think him him saying something about the whole Donald Trump situation. I mean, why not? I don't know because I mean because you're a goddamn hypocrite. Oh well, yeah, and and you don't be really out here riding like that for your fucking people. You just be pimping hip hop all over the place. Russell's the biggest <laughs> hip hop pimp. pimp. He's the original. Hip-hop He's the Goldie pimp. of hip hop pimps. <laughs> this motherfucker is the iceberg slim. Of hip hop pimps, Russell Simmons. Every fucking year, he got a new hoe. He pimping out, and he like the Godfather of hip hop. He is. He's the OG. He's the OG. Straight up, man. This motherfucker has won every pimp convention, hip hop <laughs> pimp convention. He got motherfucking platform shoes with a goddamn with a cape. Uh, yeah, with a cape <laughs> and a hat. fish tank and goldfish swimming around in his platform <laughs> pimp shoes that he uses. To walk around and step on the lowly little people that he exploits to bigger corporations all year. Yeah, and, and then he wants to get political. Yeah, man, it's funny when the uh, the big bad wolf wanna wanna watch the sheep all of a sudden. Mm. <laughs> wanna hold hands with the sheep? Yeah. I'll hey guys, y'all leave these sheep alone. Hey, aren't you the big bad wolf, Russ? Huh? What? What are you talking? about? He don't about? even have on sheep's clothing. Right. <laughs> Russ is just looking just like a wolf. wolf. Just, just look like a wolf. Yeah. Come on, Russ. You ain't shit. <laughs> I, and Donald Trump ain't shit either. Nah. Donald However, Trump ain't shit, but Russell. 
Yeah, but the fa- just the fact that y'all friends. What does that, what does say, that say about say? you? Yeah, what does that say about you, my dude? Russell, what do you have to talk about Donald mm. Trump about? What is your common bond? Yeah. That's honorable. Nothing. <laughs> they both exploit people. Yes. And make hella money out of it. Thank you. Like, Russell would be better off saying, you know, I met Donald once or twice. Right. He was I. Not the Donald Trump that I know. That I know. That I know. He looks like a real douchebag. Yeah. So now you're going in on your friend, huh, Russ? Yeah. You know? Yeah, what kind of dude is that? Yeah, man, I was listening to this uh, podcast. Uh, the dude who wrote um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roger Kiyosaki or something like that. Roger Kiyosaki. Man, this dude be on his podcast. Podcast about my boy. He be loving Trump. He be like, man, he be riding so heavy for Trump. It's funny. <laughs> He's like, yeah, my good friend Donald. A lot of people are not underestimate him, but he's going to win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, he's dead on. He's dead on. Like, he's like, that's my guy. Him and Trump are really friends. He's not going to co-sign nobody talking about Trump. Russell Simmons, on the other hand. Oh, yeah. That's my friend. But. But. I got to air you out in public. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I'm not saying that that Donald Trump should be defended. He right. said in none deplorable things, horrible oh, a number things, of deplorable a things. number of indefensible, deplorable things for man in power to do. Mm. However, so has Russell Simmons. He's done a lot more worse than <laughs> things already. Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Donald Trump is talking about the things that he might do. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, Russ has done some, <laughs> definite some bad things. things. Yeah, some some horrible things Come uh, on. to the community. So, like, like Russ, I mean, you know, I mean, it's it's an ugly endorsement. You know, it's not the kind you want as a politician. Of course not. You know, on one hand, I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool, Russell, that you would stand up and say something about a social issue. But then the other thing is like, where is this code of conduct all year long? You know what I mean? Yeah, when when it when it concerns your money, right, and something that involves you. Thank you. You know, where was he at? Yeah, when fools was crying on Twitter, Russell, I need my money. I can't feed my baby. My rush card didn't deposit my money, Russell. What you gonna do? This motherfucker was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna pray for the victims of the rush card thing." Like it wasn't his card. Mm-hmm. Russell was such a clown, man. Yeah. He will tell you he's gonna meditate on it, and it'll be all right. <laughs> Thanks, Russell. Why don't you just meditate that racism out of Donald Trump then? Yeah, please. How much power is it? How much power? How much power you got? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Throw some Zen energy into that. Let me know what happened. The OG. Yeah, with the Kundalini energy into that motherfucking Russell. (laughs) Kundalini. (laughs) With the Kundalini. (laughs) Yo, Hotep shit. Yo, you hit him with some Kundalini energy, Russell. (laughs) Make him feel it. Yeah, balance your chakras and shit. So he won't get elected. Make sure your chakras is balanced. Right, right, right. You need right. chakras balanced. <laughs> get your feng shui right. Oh, man. Russell out here wilding. He's the king of new age concepts, man. He out there just, you know, getting chakra tune-ups. And, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering why, why he would even say something. Does he feel... Because he, he has to always position himself as a leader in the hip-hop community. So that whenever he wants to exploit the hip hop community, we don't think that he doesn't have our best interests in mind. But you also realize that around the same time that he made these tweets and stuff, yeah. he had just released a new book. 
Oh, word? Yeah. yeah. You, you know what? You're right. You're yeah. right. See? See? Yeah. Russell's smart, man. Yeah, he ain't he, stupid. He's smart. Yeah. He thinks that we're dumb. But <laughs> he he's hopes smart. that we are. Yeah, he's a smart guy. He's hoping we are. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta watch him, man. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't Uncle know. Russ. Oh, yeah, that's your boy. <laughs> that's your boy. He's your guy. <laughs> <laughs> I like Russ sometimes, every now and then, as long as it don't have anything to do with anything that's coming out of my pocket. Yeah, would you get a Rush card? Hell no. I got a bank account. <laughs> Checking and savings. <laughs> Would you buy Russ's book on meditation? Hell no. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't supported anything that Russell Simmons got paid off of in a long time since the, the, since the fucking uh, since LL put out since a record. What the album dropped? <laughs> since what the Muddy Waters? <laughs> right. Since Muddy Waters. It's a cow. Right. <laughs> right. Basically, that was the last time I supported Russell Simmons endeavors. Yeah, yeah, man. He is straight up tell you that you know. Oh, bros, I'm broke, man. Balance them chakras, G. <laughs> how your chakras looking? Yeah, how your chakras looking? Have you done a chakra inventory, my brother? Say, brother, have you balanced your chakras yet? Say, brother, how's your energy? Are you how's your Kundalini energy, my brother? Are you are you are you channeling your Kundalini energy? <laughs> How's your house look? Is your feng shui right? Is feng shui your, right? Is your, is your feng shui in order? Hmm. <laughs> Uncle Russ. <laughs> Getting political. <laughs> Super Duty Tough Work is now available on all of your favorite podcasting apps. So whether you use SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, or iTunes, we're there. Please take a second to follow us on whatever podcasting app you use and stay up to date. Thanks for your support. What else you got? This is the last joint right here. All right. Yeah, man. Um, so back on our political tip, Hillary Clinton racks up rapper endorsements. Mm. And then there's like a picture of mm. um, Ja Rule, 50 ja Rule, Cent, 50. Snoop, Snoop, and Waka Flock. And Waka Flock of Flame. <laughs> Hold on. Say those names again. 50, Ja Rule. 50, Ja Rule. Snoop. Snoop. And okay. Waka Flock. And Waka Flock of Flame. All endorsed Hillary Clinton. All endorsed Hillary Clinton. That is a game changer. That's that's craziness. I mean, in the political landscape, I can't I mean, think of more. The floor has shaken. I mean, these are heavyweights we're talking about here. It is. I mean, you talk about political clout. I mean, Ja Rule. Come on. This guy's endorsement can take you pretty far. I mean, and Waka Flocka, though. Yeah, Flocka is like a dark horse in the political <laughs> sphere. But he's got some progressive policies, man. I mean, didn't he run for president? Wasn't he running? I mean, I don't know. He thought about it, didn't he? I mean, it's not beyond a man who goes so hard in the paint all the time. All the time. So, I mean, you got to have a guy who goes hard in the paint, mm -hmm. you know, and, and Walker's that guy, man. He is. He is. I guess he had to take a rest because he wanted Hillary to get her, you know, get her shine. Um, he didn't want to. He overshadow her. Yeah, overshadow her. Um, all right. A growing number of rappers are queuing up plans to make beautiful music with the front runner of the democratic of the democratic party hillary clinton an early high profile endorsement high profile an early high profile endorsement came from atlanta rapper waka flock of flame Ooh. who announced his own candidacy for 
um, 2016 presidential race on 420 last month. Um, and this was a while ago that was posted in a video posted by Rolling Stone promising to legalize marijuana if he became president. Woo. Progressive. Um, Waka, Waka later, Waka, Waka later endorsed Clinton in an interview with MTV News proclaiming that a woman could do it. I've seen my mama raise five boys. <laughs> and your mama is just like Hillary Clinton. I've seen my mama raise five boys. That's super hard. So women can do the same expletive that men can do. <laughs> adding <laughs> adding that he might even help Clinton with her campaign if she helps him promote his newest album, Flockavelli <laughs> 2. Another Clinton endorsement came from Queens rapper Ja Rule, who topped U.S. Billboard charts in the early and mid 2000s. In an interview with Fox Business, why is he on Fox Business? But anyway, in an interview, he had some weird abstract thing that was on there. It's supposed to be funny, really. Yeah, he had some business that he couldn't even describe. It's like legendary interview. Oh, that's yeah, so yeah, funny. Yeah. Uh, in an interview with Fox Business, I'm I'm the real rapper. Said I like Hillary, but you know it's crazy because I also think Jeb is a good candidate as well. Who said this? Ja Rule. Ja Rule? Yeah, Ja Rule. My man. Um, but Ja quickly added that he's a Democrat, so yeah, I would I would vote for Hillary. Earlier this month, Clinton won a ringing endorsement from rapper Snoop Dogg, who endorsed Texas Republican Ron Paul in 2012 due to the Republican stance on marijuana before voting to support Obama. In an interview on Bravo TV, um, the Peaches and Cream rapper, it's so funny when they describe these people, um, the Peaches and Cream rapper said, I'll say that I would love to see a woman in office because I feel like we're at the stage in life where we need a perspective other than the male's train of thought. He added, who's this? Snoop. Snoop. Yeah. Okay. Try, to liberate yeah, the women. Yeah, trying to liberate the women. You know what I'm Mr. saying? Bitches ain't shit for hoes and tricks. Huh. <laughs> Need to see that perspective. Um, and added okay. that he will be voting for Miss Clinton. Back in 2008, Snoop told Larry King, Larry King, that he was torn between Clinton and Obama, but this time around, he's unambiguously backing Clinton. And most recently, a former Secretary of State, um, the former Secretary of State, got an enthusiastic endorsement from rapper and actor Fifty Cent on Thursday, who had also said um, he likes Clinton back in 2007 during her primary fight with Senator Obama. Unlike many celebrities who often have a strong stance to the Democratic Party, 50 Cent has expressed support for the former president, George W. Bush in the, pa Bush in the past, calling him incredible and a gangster. 50 hit? <laughs> 50 called Bush nice. a gangster. Uh, he also famously defended Bush in 2005 when Kanye West said George Bush doesn't care about black people, following the Bush administration response to Hurricane Katrina. But almost 10 years later, in the, 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 in the club rapper has left no room for ambiguity, proclaiming that he, it's Hillary's time during an interview with the Daily News or with the Daily Beast. Wow. Yeah. It's a colorful cast of people endorsing Hillary right there. Yeah, and there's still a few more in here. ASAP Rocky, um, Beyonce, yeah. Ice T. Them first four though, man. Yeah, that's that's the, the first four. In the, in the picture, it's like Yeah. I mean, if I were a politician, <laughs> I couldn't think of four worse motherfuckers to endorse me. Right. Actually, I, I would I would distance myself as far as I yeah. could from all of that. Yeah, can you actually reject endorsements? Is that possible? Can you like, you know, what's the word? They, they want you to like uh, to to shun to denounce yeah to, to denounce. <laughs> can you denounce an endorsement? 
I did not. I would be the first politician. I denounce your endorsement. endorsement. I'm sorry. I respectfully decline your endorsement, 50. Due to the fact that you are in going to court over using fake money right. in your in your uh, Instagram, claiming it was real, then claiming it was fake when you're in front of a judge. 50, while I did buy Get Rich or Die Trying, <laughs> I'm going to have to respectfully decline and what? denounce. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to decline and denounce. Decline and de- denounce your Decline your endorsement. I'm going to denounce your activities as a human being. Because I got to seem presidential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is nothing you are doing that I would like to be affiliated with. Right. 50. Not so much. Stop it. Oh, man. I'm a Clinton. (laughs) I deserve better. Yeah, I'm sorry. My husband was the president. I have no reason to hang out with you, My husband was the first black president. (laughs) Yeah, because he could play sax. Fooled so many black people. (laughs) then he put them all in jail yeah 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 it was really slick really slick (laughs) really smooth trojan horse technique i think they call that (laughs) yeah while passing three strikes rules in all kind of black communities across the country (laughs) he was considered the first african-american president president. the irony that he jailed more black men in his presidency than any other before him right or after yes for minimum for minimum (laughs) maximum sentences for first-time drug offenders Yeah. Thanks, Bill Clinton. <laughs> Thanks, we appreciate it, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got him, you got Snoop. Mm. I think a woman can do it, dog. You know what I mean? Mr. Bitches. Yeah, Mr. Hoes. Bitches ain't shit, but oh, trick. Nick, oh. call these nuts, said suck the dick. Yeah. Yeah, like. Mr. Snoop, man. This is Snoop. Hey, man, that's, but that is a ringing in. The, he's Snoop Lion now, though. He's he's found new I think, respect. I think he's Snoop L Y I N. <laughs> Lion, Snoop Lion, <laughs> not L I O N. Snoop's Lion, Snoop's Lion. Tell the truth, Snoop. Stop lying. <laughs> Stop lying. Snoop L Y I N. No, fuck Snoop, man. Nah, I would, I would denounce that one too. I would say Snoop. You know, I'm, I'm, I appreciate you endorsing me for the president of the United States, but quite honestly, I think you're riffraff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I look at you, you still have dreads, and you're going bald in the front now. Can I trust you? <laughs> Can I trust your decision making? You should have cut off those dreads four years ago. You go to Jamaica, you try to co op Jamaican music so you can sell weed and associate yourself with, you know, weed pipes and paraphernalia. No disrespect, you're real, real you know, you're into it, but. It's legal in your state. It's legal in your state, so I can't disrespect you too much. But I mean, I'm sorry, Snoop. I'm gonna have to decline your endorsement. Respectfully, respectfully, with all due respect, <laughs> all refuse. due, extra respect on top. Right. No, thank you, Snoop. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ja rule. I mean, come on, it's Ja. Ja. It wasn't just maybe a year ago when I saw you on you know, business week or whatever it was, you know, launching your new product for a service that it took you 30 minutes to even try to describe. I had no idea about that. I got to look this up. Making a colossal fool of yourself on public television. <laughs> I got to look this up. You know, being made the laughing stock of Newsweek. And it was your product. I have a hard time believing you know what you're endorsing, Ja Rule. <laughs> If you can't describe something that you're putting your money into, it's your business. 
what's going to happen when I'm out here going door to door in the hood? <laughs> what will you say to those you wish to have vote for me? She gonna call. He gonna call her Bill Clinton. Yo, <laughs> vote for my girl Billary Clinton. <laughs> Who? Billary. Billary. <laughs> vote uh, for Billary. You know Hill's wife. Yeah, Hill's wife. <laughs> you remember? She put the cigar in his butt. <laughs> hey, what? He just making up shit. He just out there just freestyling the whole thing. <laughs> he put the cigar. <laughs> Freestyle. Thanks, y'all rule. But no, I'm gonna, thank you. yeah, I'm gonna have to respectfully, with all due respect, decline your endorsement. <laughs> and furthermore, I'm gonna denounce you <laughs> as a human as a human being. <laughs> Your mother did no favors to the planet Earth. And having you, you have not contributed meaningfully in your time here. And every year you seem to spiral more and more into embarrassing behavior that is unbecoming of you or my campaign. <laughs> have a nice day. That's what I would do. <laughs> Respectfully. <laughs> That's what the fuck I would do. I said, look, man, you guys are some fucking asshats. You cannot endorse me yeah please don't please don't please don't i mean i would be the first guy in the political sphere to just turn down endorsements yeah mcdonald's endorses blueprint hey no you don't motherfucker <laughs> no, 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 no 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 wait 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 me. wait a fucking minute now <laughs> can i get olive garden or you know what i mean something right. something decent like hey man mcdonald's though fuck that's the equivalent to <laughs> McDonald's endorsing you is the equivalent of Ja Rule. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, damn. You know, In and Out Burger, like something kind of cool. And, you know, five like, guys. Yeah, five guys. I think they use like pasteurized meat or something like that. <laughs> I think they use like, you know, <laughs> like real meat. You know, I can't be rolling with like, I'd say, no, man, I'm sorry. I just, I appreciate you. Mm. And I know, you know, you went through a lot of back and forth with all the other candidates and a very strenuous process to decide who deserves this ever so crucial endorsement. Right. Which can turn a political race on its end. <laughs> right. You know, it can turn a race around. You know, she was losing till 50 vouch for. Right. Now she up 10 points in a Gallup poll. Yeah, then Snoop came along. Yeah, whoo, 20 <laughs> points up in a Gallup poll. Then Waka Flocka hit. Oh my, oh god. my god! Another ten points in the Gallup poll. She's doubling Bernie Sanders now. She's up eighty to twenty. Right. Every every time a rapper endorses her, she just doubles him again. <laughs> she gets ten points. Ten more points. She, goes up 10 points she takes polls. ten off of his little stack. That's funny. Yeah, I think the less rappers you have endorse you, the more seriously you'll be taken. Yes, especially I agree. these rappers. Right. Can you get a cool rapper? Can you get Karis one or, or Chuck D to endorse somebody, you? Yeah, somebody that I mean, I, I think Chuck might endorse Bernie or something. Yeah, yeah, like you get you get you get some of them that actually know politics that actually mean something that have read a book in the last book, ten years, right? You Maybe know? even wrote one. Yeah, yeah, even better. <laughs> I just uh, you know I would be the first guy denouncing it. Mm. You know, it's interesting how hip hop is always used like this. Yeah. Before I felt it wasn't as specific, right? Before it was like the guys at the top of the hip hop popularity thing were just like, Hey, we're just gonna, 
tell you to vote. Right. You know, get out the vote. Yeah. You know, he just wanted you to vote. Understand mm. the power of vote. They weren't endorsing political specific political candidates. Right. I think because at that time hip hop wasn't as commercial. Right. And hip hop wasn't as like I don't I mean sellout is such a cliche term, but you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it wasn't it wasn't commodified to the point to where like dudes are really out here trying to align themselves with corporate interests right and left. Mm-hmm. Hip hop was still shunned in the early to mid 90s. Right. So you know it was just go vote, just pra- just, just, just vote. practice your right. Yeah. to vote. You yeah. have the right to do it. Right. Go do it. You're 18 years old or older. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Go go vote. That was it. It yeah. wasn't vote for this So-and-so. guy. Vote for that guy. Mm-hmm. I think this whole this marks like a new era in hip hop where the same way hip hop artists, you know, are aligned with corporate interests, they're now aligning themselves with political interests. Mm-hmm. And the question you got to ask yourself is what will that produce in terms of hip hop's voice? Yeah, what do they get out of it? Or and does it water down our voice? Because the whole the whole basis of hip hop is to be, you know, to be the voice of the people against the establishment. Yes. Now we're aligning ourselves with yes. the establishment. What does that do to our message? Does that water down our message? You know, does it cause does it does it lessen our power in the community because we're aligning ourselves with those that are affecting the community in a negative way? Yeah. And is that hip hop? Is that hip hop at, at the its end core? of the day? Yeah. At the end of the day. And it's not. You know, like, is this, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't align with the tenets of, mm-hmm. of, of, of the hip hop community in a lot of senses. Now, I mean, obviously activism, mm-hmm. having a voice of the youth, youth, uh, rebellion. These are traits that are right. hip hop, but, uh, this shit like more of the protesting of a lot of these events and things that's more hip hop than the endorsing Yeah, or hip hop. Just saying, fuck all of this shit. Right. What y'all going to do for hip hop. Mm-hmm. Free Mamiya. Mm hmm. You know, anything, yeah. you know what I mean? I don't care. Just something where it's like, this is what we want. We know that I would love it if hip hop took the position more of we don't trust any of these motherfuckers mm-hmm. than for us to just use our our social and political power to endorse people without knowing where they stand about us. Right. Or you caring. Know? Yeah, they don't give a fuck. They don't care because they got theirs. Yeah. You know, most of these rappers that are endorsing whoever, they rich. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? They not still living in Compton. They not still living in Long Beach. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, not no. in the hood, at least. No. So so they're more inclined to want to be politically charged, you know, because they do get favors. They do yeah. rub shoulders with those people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's a lot less advantageous of me to endorse hillary clinton you know what i'm saying like why yeah for what yeah why is why is hip-hop so uh if you just say you're going to legalize weed they give the impression that hip-hop that's all that's we all want. we care about that's all that's our biggest problem mm-hmm. not being able to get weed mm-hmm. so if you just get us that's some our weed, only issue you got our vote that's the biggest issue in our community and that's fucked up yeah it's pretty insulting yeah you know, because listen to all these rappers, you're talking about, well, I heard such and such is going to legalize weed. She got my vote. I heard right. such is going to legalize weed. He got my vote. I know such and such smokes the weed, so he got my vote. Oh, there's so much shit out here that's much more important than that. All right. You don't need weed, weed to be legal. You know what I mean? You've been smoking your whole life. Right. And Come it's on illegal. Now. Right. I mean, go to Colorado, go to California, <laughs> move. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's legal a whole bunch of places. Your weed man is still in business. Yeah. He's still doing his thing. You know, he still got his number. Right. You'll be okay. You will be fine. <laughs> no matter who the president is. 
in terms of your weed smoking. But yeah, we're cheap, man. We're we're an awful, awful fucking prostitute. Yeah. Like we're the most <laughs> legalized weed and we will we'll yeah. we will take care of you for the yeah. rest of your you life. Imagine a prostitute, you'd be like, yo, how much for a blowjob? You got, you got a twenty? Yeah, you got some weed. <laughs> you got a twenty. Can you smoke me out real quick? I got you. Yeah. Hey, just hit me with a little a little puff of the weed and I'll suck your dick. <laughs> That's what hip hop has been doing it to itself, though. You know, we don't have the X clans. We don't have the KRSs. We don't have none of that anymore. None of that shit, Kendrick man. is the closest thing. He doing photo ops with the president, right, left, right, right, right. left, right, which is basically an indirect endorsement to the Democratic Party, right. You True, know, in some way, shape, or form. You in know, some way, shape, or form. Know, it's uh, I mean, but also like just just from what I've read about Kendrick, um, I think it's more about the historical aspect of the president. Now, yeah, that's cool. If, Eight years ago, if he does that shit with you know Hillary or Bernie or any of that shit, then I would have more of a question personally. Hey. Well, first of all, they probably ain't none of them going to invite his ass. To oh, well, house. hell no. That's what I'm saying. That's a wrap. Yeah, it's not happening. This ain't <laughs> this ain't this ain't a easy going to the White House with, yeah. with Ronald Reagan. No, nah, no, nah, it ain't. It ain't. It ain't, man. So, yeah, I mean, we're like, yeah, we out here, man, just giving it all up for weed, for weed. You know, so hip hop, man. I just want to see us do a little better, man. So a lot better. You know, lot, all kind of endorsements out here. We got the good, the bad, the ugly. You know, indifferent, <laughs> confusing, confused. Yeah, yeah. I'm not endorsing no motherfucking body unless they can say what the fuck they're specifically gonna do for us. What you yeah. gonna do for hip hop, man? Yeah. What you gonna do for us? You know what I'm saying? What you fuck you gonna do? You gonna? I, mean, I don't want no weed. I don't smoke weed. Yeah, I want more than point oh 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 two percent from my streaming. That's what I want. <laughs> right, right. Handle that. Take care yeah, of that. Can you get up on Spotify? Can you go to war with them for me? Yeah, can you go to war with get, you know get title? You know yeah, can you get title off my back? Can right. I get a check worth more than sixteen cents right. every year? From cap. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Yeah, do that for me. Yeah, then, then maybe I'll endorse you. <laughs> right. They don't give a fuck about us. <laughs> they don't care. They don't care, man. They don't care. Oh man, that's it. This yeah, week, man. that's it. Welcome back, man. Yeah, man, it's been fun, man. I missed it last <laughs> week. You know, I was I was a little disoriented myself. You know, what I'm saying? we but back, man. Back in the building. Back. Super duty. Super duty. Tough, tough work. Work. Burst. Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex that nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work. Huh? <laughs>